hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. It's Thursday, February 1st, the day after Jay Powell killed the market. But you know what today is? Today is my four-year retirement anniversary. Four years. I left the the, the workforce uh, three weeks before the world shut down. I lost 40% of my portfolio uh, in the, the, the COVID uh, drawdown. So I kind of think that, you know, that, that, that qualifies me. I've made it all the way back and more uh, over four years. Uh, I have not taken significant amounts of money out of my brokerage account. Yes, I do trade. Yes, I do work part-time, kind of part-time. But uh, the main thing is, hey, I've made a lot of money over the years. So uh, welcome to the journey. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everyone's kind words. But remember, there's uh, two big rules in the podcast. The first is don't listen to a douche on the internet. I am that douche. Uh, so do not listen to me. Do not follow me in trades. Just understand. Do your own research. The second is never listen to Jim Cramer. And what did Jim Cramer tell us yesterday? He told us not to buy SMCI. Well, if you read my newsletter, you'll know yesterday I bought SMCI. I bought a rather large position in SMCI. I got in at, uh, what did, 523 is where I got in. I bought five. If you want the newsletter, it is free. Um, I don't charge for this. You can get it, dailystockpick.substack.com, or just come over to my link tree. It's down here, the, the, the fifth link down there. But I did disclose, yes, I bought a 523. Uh, here in pre-market, let's see where we are. I think it was up. Uh, 537. I think it got up to 560. My, my guess is there's a trading range that I kind of saw while I was looking at charts while I was at 5 o'clock this morning. Um, not on my computer, so it's not drawn on anything, but I think it's between 520 and 560 uh, for the short term. That's where the kind of trading range is. We'll look at that one. We'll look at some other stocks, um, including one that I'll start off the show with uh, in a little bit, but uh, a Seeking Alpha Picks. Uh, it's the beginning of the month, so they come out with the, their pick. Uh, but let's look at the cues real quick. But yeah, kudos to me, four-year anniversary. If you want, comment down below. Congratulate on your congratulations on your four-year uh, anniversary. Uh, you can send me the message. I'll post them. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, I'll post them. Uh, I'll just post them and I'll read your name tomorrow. So if you want, you know, or if you wanted me to look at a stock, just give a shout out. But yeah, four years. Pat myself on the back. Um, two ratings downgrades in the, uh, the core portfolio, um, from seeking alpha. If you want to import your portfolio into seeking alpha, remember on my link tree back here, get the seeking alpha premium $50 off. I think it's 189 a year, but I do this. And what you get is an email every morning, two stocks, Palantir and Shopify, both, uh, well, Palantir went from a buy to a hold. We can look at Palantir real quick. They went from a buy to a hold. Uh, and it's just the quant rating. So understand the quant rating looks at momentum, revisions, profitability, growth, and valuation. They went from a buy to a hold, 3.38. If we look at the history of this one, it has been a hold before. It's not crazy that it goes from a buy to a hold, but it's back to a hold. Now, uh, Shopify is the other one. That went from a strong buy all the way down to a hold. It skipped the buy. It went from a strong buy down to a hold. We can see this this kind of downturn here from a, a, a strong buy to a hold. Um, I don't believe it. I think in the long term, I think you're fine. I think $80 is that pivot point on the stock. So if you want to get out, you can get out. But let's look at the cues real quick. Yesterday, uh, I'll go into more detail in a bit, but J-Pal killed the market. You can see I said, hey, there's a, a, a button hook happening here. If you want to know what a button hook is, go over to my Daily Stock Pick newsletter, and you can see I have an education center um, down here. And you can read all of these things. They are a paid newsletter. So just understand that, yeah, button hook is basically a half a circle. And you can see it here. We're button hooking down. Well, where are we today? QQQ is up 0.62%. I always say it. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Um, this one is an overreaction, so we'll probably see a little bit of a recovery today. What J-Pal did was take uh, take the March rate cuts off the uh, off the the table. And if you want to see his actual speech, let me play it for you real quick. 
Fuck your fucking zero DTE calls. Fuck the economy. Fuck inflation. Fuck your soft landing. I am sick of this shit. Fuck Wall Street. Fuck you all. Yeah, that's not a deep fake. <laughs> it's not a deep fake at all. But yeah, it's hilarious. Hilarious. But um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going down. Um, let me start off with kind of the, 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 the pick. I will include this in the newsletter and I will include a link um, to sign up. Um, down here, Alpha Picks, it's 100 bucks for the first year. Um, I'm an affiliate. I, I've just started using it two weeks ago. So understand, I would not recommend something that I don't find extremely helpful. It is absolutely worth the price in my mind. Uh, they typically release picks on the 1st and 15th of each month. Um, their pick today, Twilio. Twilio and pre-market is up. I think it's 2%. Yeah, 2%. Um, they don't include prices. I didn't read through the entire recommendation, but just so you know, Twilio is a growing industry-leading platform that provides itself on using better data and AI for developers to build, scale, and offer real-time communication tools. Twilio is focused on innovation and a communication platform as a service provider. Now, all of that comes with the the, the, the stock pick. They basically go down all the fundamentals, everything. If we want to look at this, what we can do is we can go over here. I click on the alpha picks. Uh, you'll get this screen where it says subscribe now. I am a subscriber, so it takes me in here. And, and you'll see a ready-made solution for your portfolio. This is the list of all of the stuff that you get on Twilio for $100. And, and, and the biggest thing that this portfolio does is it actually performs 92% versus the S&P in the same time period as 28%. Understand there are certain things um, that go up. Now, is it any, uh, this is one of their big winners, P-O-W-L, P-O-W-L. It was up 50% yesterday on earnings. Look at this stock chart. I'm not saying buy it. Algorithm had you in at 78.65. Um, I'm not saying buy it. This one is filled with gaps. Uh, but in the alpha picks, uh, uh s solution right here, um, this, they still say is undervalued. These are the picks that you get with the alpha picks. Understand it's not alpha. Uh, it's not seeking alpha premium. So you don't get all the premium tools, but you get all of these analyses uh, of these picks where you basically get all all of everything that they they see and i again if you go back to the portfolio total return it's 92 percent. i had one person who uh, i think it was chris commented on my newsletter hey i saw pwol when you were scrolling through that i was thinking about getting into that i got into it i made my hundred bucks and it paid for seeking alpha premium for the year boom done simple uh, I like that one. Now, understand, I will go over some stuff here um, I, in the podcast. There's going to be a lot more in the newsletter, and the newsletter is going to be free. So I'm going to fly through this because there is a lot to go over. Again, this Powell thing, um, it is crazy. It's nuts. Merck, former core portfolio member, up based on earnings. Peloton, not a core portfolio, but I do think that Peloton may get bought by Amazon or somebody else. Crazy swings. Earnings were mixed, gave lower guidance. I wouldn't invest in that one. Uh, one that went crazy yesterday, NYCB. This is New York Community Bank. They are the ones that took over Silicon Valley Bank, a lot of it. They announced a 70% decrease in their dividend, and, and the stock fell 50%. Now, here in pre-market, this one was up 2%. Yeah, it's up 1.85%. I always say it. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Um, this one, I, I mean, here's the thing. This is part of DPST because it's a regional bank. DPST was down yesterday. Uh, algorithm got you out. I, what I say on DPST is traded on a short time frame, but I do think we have opportunity for the upward, you know, up towards the 200 day here on this long time frame. It's a triple levered ETF. So just be careful about what you're doing. One that got a cross up on my uh, algorithm today that I've, I've told you about long term. You can see that chart. Elf, we got another cross up here right before earnings. 
Their earnings are happening February 6th. This is a Sherry favorite. Sherry is a cosmetics. I mean, you know, she's a... I can't comment on cosmetics. I guess Elf does have some uh, moisturizers for men, and and that's being big. I do think this one is a good opportunity. I don't think it's too expensive. Even though you look at this and it looks expensive here. Uh, 74 on the PE. Forward PE, 47. Um, you can look, uh, earnings per share past five years up 10% earnings per share next five years up 32%. They're expected to grow 66% this year. So understand, I, I, I think they're going to grow into their valuation. I think it's $170 stock and you're buying at 159 today. So you're, you're up there for a little bit. Uh, earnings today, Merck shell. Um, we should see shell. Let me look at shell real quick. Um, because I do want to see this one. This, this, I, I was thinking about playing, and I mentioned it yesterday. The energy sector. This is up one point nine seven percent in pre market. I was thinking of getting into Exxon, and and no other reason than I think it's a hundred and ten dollar stock. I think, and, and that's the thing is, do I care about getting into Exxon and trading this one? Um, it one or two percent. I kind of think, hey, it's not a bad play. You're under the 200-day. Um, they're going to make money. It's not like they're going to lose money. They're not a, an expensive stock at 9 and 10. So, eh, you know, I may get into that. But the big earnings play of the day, uh, Apple, Amazon, and Meta, and even Atlassian, Team. Uh, those four are the ones that I would absolutely keep an eye on. The algorithm got you out of Apple yesterday. Apple just took a dump. We've talked about it before, this 197, 198, getting up into the 200 area. It hasn't broken above 200. That's a resistance level for Apple. If you want to buy anything below that, I think you're fine. Here's a gap going all the way down to 182. Uh, You haven't touched it. In pre-market, you're at 185, so you're at 0.49. I don't know that you're going to touch it, but that gap was a dangerous one. You know, we filled this gap all down below. Uh, I just don't see a ton of gaps down below that we, we we do. So I do think that Apple presents an opportunity. I probably wouldn't get into it just because the uh, the um, the algorithm says get out. But you can look at it if you want. Amazon, I think this is my best earning story. Uh, the problem is you've run from this 152 all the way up to the 160s. I think it's $170 stock. I think it's $180 stock. I would not look at this one as playing earnings. While I do think there's upside, I think there's a risk of the cloud coming in light just based on um, uh, Google and and, uh, and, uh, Microsoft saying that their cloud business grew. So I do think we still have 18% to the all-time highs. This is one of the the grade eight that just hasn't reached all-time highs. Netflix is the other one. But this one, eh, I'd, I'd probably, if you haven't started a position, I think in the 150s is a fine place to start a position. Meta, Mark Zuckerberg got killed yesterday. I think what we're looking at here is how good is Mark Zuckerberg talking about uh, the glasses, the competition, and the ad business. Um, I, I think that's exactly where we're looking at, at Meta. Do we see it pop over 400? Uh I mean, that's that's a tough ass. Now, at 100, I was saying you're getting back up here to the, this 380, 390 level. You've pulled back. You got just over 400. It went to 406 here uh, just last week. Look at how high the MACD is. Am I expecting this one to? It has to be absolutely perfect for this one to continue to go up. So understand, I'm not adding to this one. I may buy a little bit, seeing how earnings go. If we see a pullback back to 380 or so, I'm loading up. I'm just going to load up because I do, I do think that that is one. It's not expensive. I mean, if we go over here to uh, to see uh, to Finviz and we look, it's got a forward P of 22. That's an average kind of you know tech company. That's not crazy. Remember when this was 15, and, and I said, hey, they're going to grow into this business. They're expected to, earnings per share, expected to grow 32% yearly over the next five years. 67% they're expected to grow this year. So as you get bigger, it's harder to grow with that percentage. But team is the next one. I recommended team back here uh, where it started to cross down at this death cross and then it got the golden cross. Um, That was at, what, a month ago, December 18th, month and a half ago. That was at 191, you're at 249. 
This is a company that uh, I haven't gotten into. I think is a quality company. Uh, I do see a, um, a, 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 a volume levels being up here, and, and you're fine. Um, you know, it's building that level at 241. If they announce good earnings, I think this one's a good one. Apple, by the way, uh, and I'll include this in the uh, the newsletter. Uh, symmetrical continuation triangle, which is very bullish in the Weeble app. I love that Weeble app. Um, Steve Leisman yesterday uh, on the, the, the Fed call. Um, Goldman abandons March call, shifts to May for the first cut, which is where I was. Steve Leisman says that. And sees four consecutive cuts this year and then one in December for a total of five. Three more next year. Uh, Steve Leisman says he's at three with an option of a fourth in December. That said, there's an argument that the Fed goes only at quarterly meetings uh, when they publish their forecast. I can see how they can uh, that can complicate communications, but it limits flexibility. So understand the Fed is is driving this market. That is 100% what's happening. Powell said he was, uh, you know, that March is pretty much off the table. That's what killed this market. Doesn't mean that the economy is bad. Doesn't mean that anything is is, is bad in this war in this market. Just means March is off the table. They may uh, cut slower than when they actually uh, they they actually raised rates. Remember in um, I think November twenty twenty two, they you know or twenty twenty one. Hey, inflation is crazy. Uh, but we're still not upping it because we don't see it as out of control. It's 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 uh, you know transitory. I think he said in June or July of that year. Well, he would have been better off raising earlier. So uh, super micro. Uh, this is a great article in Seeking Alpha about seek, uh, super micro. I bought a large position yesterday in super micro. Like I said, uh, two fifty three is where I bought it, or I'm sorry, uh, five twenty three. I got those numbers dyslexia, but I got those numbers mixed up. Uh, I have a very large position. Uh, I, 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 now I have a very large position in my brokerage and I have a very large position in my uh, retirement account. I still haven't sold any of my brokerage. Understand that my situation when I say brokerage and IRA is different than yours. I am low income. I make my money off of uh, off of some stocks and working, but I tax advantage that. Meaning, I don't want to sell a super large, uh, you know, five figure, significant five figure gain, because that will screw up my my planning for taxes this year. I'd rather just hold on to it. So I am so sorry to yell into the uh, the microphone at the YouTube people. Uh, the, the The podcast people won't hear it, but yeah, I am so sorry. Um, so SMCI risky. Absolutely. Um, because I'm buying into this rally. Uh, but this article in particular from seeking alpha points out, it just got cheaper. It just got cheaper. Uh, the quant still super strong buy. uh, it's number one out of 26, uh, in the information technology. I, I just feel like this is a good one to buy. Uh, it, it is super, super risky. Yes. But we can see here from, um, I think it was Shay that posted this one. Uh, let me see. It's on Twitter. Uh, oh, no, that's the breaking Jerome Powell one. But it, somebody posted on uh, Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter if you want to see it. But they posted that um, Supermicro just got cheaper. Their earnings went up. They're super bullish about everything. They just posted a, a, a remarkable quarter, and they, they expect the quarter to continue. Uh, how does that uh, how does AMD relate to NVIDIA? Well, this one is bullish on NVIDIA. I am bullish on NVIDIA too. I probably should buy a ton more NVIDIA. Uh, NVIDIA today is cheaper than it was when it was selling at 400. So I'm not loading up at 618 right now, but I do want to get it probably under 600. And I don't know that we're going to get to 600. Here's what I'm seeing. Um, trading between 400 and 500, putting in a nice shelf here. That's an old note uh, about to be uh, expect this one to get to 600 before earnings. And it's justified to 650 on earnings. That's where I see it going February 21st. I see it at 650, um, if not 700, but it did get to 600. Oh, and I put this note in, I think we were trading here at 515. I put this one in. I did not buy more. I still have a significant position in this. I have several lots that I've bought. Uh, anywhere between uh, 300 and 500, I believe, is my um, my lot size. But you can see 
We had a huge run up here all the way to 600. The RSI is still in the over <clears throat> overbought territory. But this article points out some really good things about how NVIDIA is a bit riskier now, but it totally makes sense. And so I wanted to point that out to you. Um, the Fed yesterday kept rates unchanged. Nothing shocking about that. Powell definitely made it clear 2% is going to be needed to reduce the rates uh, for on infl- um, inflation. It's at 3% now. Just know that. Is this posturing and not wanting the market to get too hot? That's what everybody's saying. It's just posturing. They have kept killing the market. So why uh, a lot of people were saying don't fight the Fed is key. But in my mind, if you think they are just posturing, not that March is off the table. They may go a full half point in May. But understand, if they don't go in March, you don't have an April meeting, so they have to go in May. Um, but is May too late? Will they go in March? I don't know. You know, If they go between March and May, something broke. And that's the danger that you have. Something broke. But this is the power of the Fed. Do not fight the Fed. But in my mind, I think they are posturing. I think he's saying this without really kind of pointing out, um, you know, we have to cut. He's saying, I mean, just just posturing. So everybody's saying, hey, he killed the market. I think it's just an opportunity. He gave you an opportunity to buy. Uh, we went over how Powell Industry surged 50% on that article. Um, you can see earnings have another electrifying earnings season, soaring 50%. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Powell is not part of my core portfolio. It is part of Alpha Picks. And this was up 50% yesterday. You're going to see it. Uh, in fact, it just opened up. Let's see. It's up 0.4%. I think you're going to see it just like it did in the last earnings where it gapped up here. I think you're going to see it posture in this area. But where's it's not going to come back down here to 76 It's going to posture in this 115 area. And that's what they kind of point out is that, yeah, up more than 200% over the last year, over 120% in our Alpha Picks portfolio. One of the big stock movers today launched Alpha Picks in July. An Alpha Picks portfolio has delivered incredible results amid market volatility of macro and geopolitical headwinds. Over the last year, industrials are up 14% compared to Powell's 216% run-up. If you're interested in Powell, um, yeah, this is just this is one of the free articles. I'll include this in the newsletter if you want to read it. If you want uh, more on Alpha Picks, Click on my link on the link tree because I am an affiliate. I'll get some uh, some compensation there. But if you want the free uh, look at Powell Industries, you can click on that one. Um, let's see. NXT. NXT was a big mover yesterday. Uh, and this is a solar. I don't know much about the company. But they reported earnings and it moved up big. Uh, again, any reaction in the market is an overreaction, but it's up 20% here. 20%. So uh, that was after their earnings of 96 cents. You can see they go from 48 to 65. Uh, That kind of brought them down, but that raised them. And now it's raising again. So NXT, if you want something uh, that went Qualcomm, uh, they beat and shot up 7% and quickly reversed course. Qualcomm is now down 4%. There's no reason other than this one just ran up too fast into earnings, they killed it. Look, a dollar eighty-seven, two hundred two, two seventy-five. They touted their uh, their uh, Apple relationship and Samsung relationship, and they think that uh, cell phone cycles should pick up. So their Snapdragon stuff is good. Their uh, full self-driving stuff is good. The chip business is good. Uh, this one at one forty-two. Are you buying it? Eh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you've got a gap down here at 126. I do think that this volume shelf here at 129, if you break um, this VWAP at 139, I think look out below. I think you may get to this 135. Remember, chips are kind of one of these runners. Uh, One of the biggest movers today is Rocket Labs, RKLB. This was touted. uh, Somebody asked me about it. I don't know who. I said, hey, trade this one. It's a small cap name. And it was touted as uh, one of Shea Boulard, who I am a fan of. Shea is a, a, a fantastic, uh, fantastic trader. Um, great. But Rocket Labs is down 14% today. Uh, they diluted. I said be careful of this one um, because they diluted. 
They're not making money. It goes back to kind of the core principles. Find a company that's making money, good company with good products, with good management and good profits. This one's not making money. They needed to dilute shareholders. They announced that they're diluting shareholders. You're down 14%. This is a perfect example. I'll include that that article so you can see it. Um, DPST, New York Bank. We talked about this one being down uh, 50% yesterday. Here's the article that I'll include in the newsletter so you can see it. Uh, and I do think that DPST is the um, – the, the here's, here's the, the kind of quote that I, I cut and pasted. New York Community Bank stock, the bank that acquired the collapsed Signature Bank. Oh, it wasn't um, Silicon Valley. It was Signature. Falls 40%. The bank announced that they will be cutting their dividend by 70%. They also reported a fourth quarter loss of $260 million, while expectations were for a gain of that size. This comes just a few weeks before the Fed's emergency loan program is set to expire. Small banks are feeling the pain. So yeah, I'll include that in the newsletter so you can see it. Um, it could be a spot for DPST. So I, I think that's an interesting one. This was a great, and, and I want to talk about this Tesla story. So understand, here, here's kind of the way that, that I look at this. Dan Ives puts it really well here. The board of Tesla has a number of next moves it could make. Uh, appeal the decision, create a new comp package that supersedes the 2018 one, along with a new one voted at the next shareholder meeting. Devise a new comp package that would get Musk 25%. So they've got those three. Now, if you want to know something, uh, this was a great, absolute, just brilliant tweet by Andrew Sorkin um, because it goes back to show what this was. So just my understanding of this, and you, if you want more, uh, you can look at this. But my understanding of this was back in 2018 when the board presented this, uh, this package to Elon Musk, the company was near bankruptcy. Understand that the stock was still crazy, but it was near bankruptcy. And I completely, completely disagree with the, the court's um, decision here. Uh, the the, the uh, Elon Musk was compensated $50 billion if the company achieved a $650, $650 billion market cap and certain operational goals. That He got them to that place. Now, uh, is he due 50 billion? The court said no. Shareholders probably say yes. At a $650, $650 billion market cap, that took a bankrupt company to $650 billion? Yeah, the man is worth his weight. Uh, when it comes to Tesla, he's actually uh, he's got a shareholder vote in the next meeting to take the company from being um, uh, incorporated in Delaware to incorporated in Texas, which he feels is uh, significantly better. But I don't think that there's an opportunity for Tesla, but I do think it's it's worth looking at this uh, th th this kind of um, th th this decision because it does put in question to me. Is Elon staying with Tesla? Is Elon going to get 25% of control of Tesla? Their market cap is now $596 billion because of the, uh, the, the recent drops. Um, and the PE is still significant. But understand, if Elon leaves this company uh, because of this compensation not being given to him, he is now in the driver's seat. Because if he leaves this company, this is now going to be valued just like Ford. And just like GM, because it will be considered a car company. So here's what you have to understand. The PE of uh, Tesla right now is 43. Okay? That is valued as a tech company. The PE of Ford is 7. So divide 189 by 7. Okay, let's see. What's 189 divided by 7? It's 27. That's what your stock price will be without Elon Musk. So I, I again, I think, I think the, the the court screwed up, screwed up big. Now Microsoft, they reported earnings. It's post earnings. Let's see. Today it, it dropped yesterday, uh, not under four hundred, but it's at four hundred five. Is that justified? Absolutely. And if you want to look at this, these are all the price targets. <laughs> So just let me give you, a, you know, for instance, Morgan Stanley from 465 to 450 down, but still 450. You're at 404. Uh, JP Morgan, 440 to 385. 
Are you thinking it's going back to 385? I don't think so. JP Morgan, remember, uh, I don't invest in JP Morgan. I'm not a big fan of JP Morgan because of the Epstein stuff. City, 480 to 470. Uh, Bank of America, 480 to 450. Wells Fargo, 460 to 435. Uh, we can look at, at just Microsoft here in Finviz. Again, Finviz is free. Average target price, 455. You're at 400. Uh, you're at 405 right now. It's up 1.96%. If you can get this under 400, great. If you can't, just buy it at 405. These guys are going to add a trillion dollars in AI to their business. It, it, it is the best explanation that I can get. I will include all of this text so that you can read all of these price targets for Microsoft because I think it's important. Um, this was a great one. Um, uh, wa- uh, the... the uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, oh, Walmart split three for one, just so you know. Uh, I had that in there. Um, Microsoft, Striker. Oh, Striker, ST Striker. It was asked to me about Striker, and I said, you know, hey, it's at all time uh, highs. I don't know. Is it a good one? Um, S T R Y. S-Y-K is the symbol. Uh, I said, I don't know. Is it an all-time high? You're going into earnings. You know, this is kind of like a, you know, it's a defense company. Uh, uh, do I want to own this one at all-time highs? Well, yeah, you do. Because it was up like 10% yesterday. Um, this candle right here represents a 7.74% uh, move um, from the open at 310 to the close at 334. Um, yeah, striker, my bad, my bad. Anybody that invested in striker high fives, your boy can get it wrong. Um, these guys, the the big uh, short, big short, they were all uh, all uh, kind of reunited on Fast Money in Miami uh, the day before yesterday. Wasn't and, and and I watched this clip. It's a great trip clip. Um, they suggested none of them suggested getting in shorts. By the way, uh, but they did. Suge- well, I shouldn't say that. They suggested infrastructure with government spending is the best way to play this market. Uh, Caterpillar. I mean, you know, you can invest in Caterpillar. That's an all-time high. I own Caterpillar. I think I bought it at 280. It's at 305 right now. I bought it back here. So I lived through this downturn, 240. Bought a little bit more. You know, didn't get rid of it. But you're at all-time highs. Caterpillar was a good one. The ones that they mentioned uh, for shorting was Upstart. Upstart, they think it's just a loan company that can't sell their loans, uh, and it's just bound to go to zero. Upstart is one of these companies. It, it, it's one. It's an AI. They've positioned it as an AI loan company. Their forward PE is three fifteen, so they, they they have big short positions, forty one percent shorted. So is this a short squeeze? I don't know. As they start to go up, they will to start to dilute. But again, forty one percent. And they're losing $253 million. They only have $7 uh, per share out there. So they have $250 million uh, kind of floated. Uh, they're going to need to dilute. And will they, when they dilute, does this short interest um, start to go up? Or if they don't dilute, does it start to get into short squeeze? Interesting one, but Upstart was one. The other one that they mentioned was Tesla. Um, they don't believe... Uh, that it's anything more than an auto company. We just went over if Elon Musk leaves, that could be a huge one uh, if it if it winds up being in there. Uh, one that I trade, uh, that I actually own, that I wanted to point out because I went into Roblox and stuff like that yesterday, Snowflake is under 200 again. Uh, got you in at 197. I told you I hold this in a retirement account. I trade it on a weekly and I will show you the weekly uh, because I put this chart in. I, the range that I like to trade snow in, you know, it, it broke above this. It's kind of below that $200, $200 mark again. Uh, I just think that you're going to get a chance to buy this lower. Its earnings are February 26th. Remember, it's valued as a tech company. It is one that I do own long term, but I do trade. I never get rid of my complete position, but I do trim every time it gets to 200 And then when it gets under 200 and shows me confirmation again, I just buy it. That may be from 200 to 250 based on the next earnings. I don't get rid of the position. I believe in this company long term. Uh, so, Melissa Lee on that one. There's a new indicator for TrendSpider subscribers, insiders. Uh, and this points it out perfectly. You can see uh, every time uh, an insider sells or buys, it puts it on the chart. 
I will include the uh, the indicator in the newsletter, this one, where you can log in and import. You can import it into your thing. Uh, I also found out, uh, I'll include this uh, as well. For those of you that don't have TrendSpider, this one is completely free. TrendSpider.com slash markets. It gives you trending on stock twits, popular on Wall Street bets, recently halted stocks, uh, which are typically super, super volatile. You can see CMAXW. It's up 952% today. 952% popular with retail traders. AMD, Tesla. Uh, This is a great bookmark this. Just bookmark this. This is a great list, including uh, popular stock trades, U.S. stock uh, and Senate. So you can see the the most recent stock trades. This is a great, great um, uh, TrendSpider edition. You don't have to be a TrendSpider subscriber. So I will put that in the, the newsletter. I really like it. This next one is a good one, too, that I will bookmark. Uh, Trendspider.com slash calculators. And they have all kinds of calculators. Trading risk reward. Um, you can uh, go and look at these calculators. It is a great thing to have. Bookmark this because you can trade profit and, and loss calculator. You can do all of this for free. You don't need a Trendspider subscription. So uh, I will also include, just like I did with... Um, uh, with uh, Microsoft, AMD recently had their earnings, and the same kind of Twitter came out with the uh, the stock uh, where it's um, two fifty. You know the, the 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 target prices. AMD uh, went Goldman Sachs from one eighty to one fifty seven while maintaining its buy rating. It's at one sixty eight, so you got some way down. Citi raised its price target um, on AMD from one thirty six to one ninety two. JP Morgan. Raised the price target to 180 from 115. KeyBank raised its price target to 270 from 195. Rosenblatt raised the price target from 250 to 200. So AMD, it's in my portfolio. I haven't gotten rid of it. I haven't trimmed. I said before earnings, you could trim. I just didn't want to. I will add more. I just like this company. They will be number two. Um, Damon. Uh, uh, put on Twitter, he responded to mine. I see some insider sales from yesterday. Meta, let's go and look at Meta. You can look at these uh, on any platform that you like. You can look at Seeking Alpha. I just prefer Finviz to look at this. Um, yeah, you're seeing some January 31st. I mean, not Zuckerberg sold a bunch. I mean, he was selling all through through. I mean, look at Zuckerberg sales. He's selling 26 million. That's a lot at 400 and 402. Yeah, 400. Eh. May know something, but he's selling a lot. Uh, SMCI. Let's see what SMCI. And more than likely, SMCI is nothing more than this is company has just seen, just like uh, Earth, um, uh, uh, Meta. They've they've just seen a, a huge, a huge run up. Look at this. The president and CEO sold at two fifty two. I mean, if this dude sold at two fifty two and he sold twelve million, and we're at five hundred dollars now. He sold to that that twelve million is now worth twenty four million. He just gave up. Uh, and if you think that he's selling this stuff because he he has to, or he thinks that the price is exorbitant, that two fifty two he sold twelve million. That was just him saying, "Hey, I'm okay making twelve million dollars this year. I need to pool my backyard in my French uh, vi- villa." That's all he's doing. Uh, and CRM. Uh, and thank you, Damon, for pointing these out. By the way. Uh, I need to keep track of insider trades a little bit more. CRM, you can see Benioff sold another four million bucks at two eighty-seven. That's eh, nothing. I mean, you know, Benioff is worth what uh, five hundred, six hundred billion dollars. Eh, he's fine. Um, so let's get into some social requests. Thank you again, Damon, for pointing that out. Those three companies. Um, one of them is small, but the other two are big. Twenty-six million on Meta. It's interesting. I don't think it's a you know anything more than he's just sold from time to time, uh, and he, they're at all time highs. That's the prudent thing to do when you're at all time highs. He's not significantly getting rid of his stuff in Meta, but uh, Shep from Spotify, what's your crystal ball think when we this big time move on SMCI one to two years? I'm up a hundred percent in three months. Yes, I am up a hundred percent too, but think we're still in early chapters. I think that that article from Seeking Alpha, I think he subscribed to the newsletter. I think it does a better job than anything I can do. But I did put a significant five-figure uh, buy-in yesterday. We've still got to move higher. I just think it's early in the in the lifetime. So 
Uh, Justin, is Plug coming back to life? Curious on how you would play this one. Thanks for all you do. Justin is from uh, Spotify as well. And remember, you can thank me on my four-year anniversary um, on Spotify or just ask me for a stock. Is Plug coming back to life? Yeah. I mean, the the, the algorithm is saying, hey, at 3.39, yeah, it, it's up at 4.99. I still say trade this one. I don't like it to own. Um, it's coming back to life, and it's coming back to life because of some of their um, stuff in Georgia. They just filled up their tanks in Georgia to hydrogen play. I'm not a fan of it. I'm just not a fan of it. Again, $949 million loss. When's their earnings? Let's see when their earnings are. Their earnings are coming up on February 28th. They just did get a um, an upgrade. Um, I absolutely think, here. here's my note from last night before I saw the story about them filling up their tanks. Absolutely not. You will get diluted long-term. If I have not been clear, trade it. I like trading names that have an actual good business, and I don't believe in plug, but maybe you do. I could be wrong, but I personally would rather trade something like SMCI. I mean, again, do I want to put my money in plug on hope and prayer that they actually turn a profit someday? Or would I like to put my money into SMCI, which is still in the early stage and still has room to grow based on their earnings? It's up to you, Justin. I mean, you know, I'm not never going to tell somebody, you know, in Facebook Live, we just went over Rumble. I, I don't believe in Rumble. I think Rumble's in a, a, a bit of a, a tough position where they just can't get creators over there. But they just did a deal with Barstool Sports and it popped. Uh, am I buying into Rumble? No, they're still losing money. So, you know, again, it's just about what you believe in. Uh, don't get into a stock without knowing what you're getting into. Plug is not making money. They can go up on hype on uh, upgrades from analysts and stuff like that. Many times, a lot of analysts that you see are talking their book. They can say that the trading platform has no, uh, no uh, you know, connection or communication with the actual, um, you know, analysts. But that's BS. Come on. You're telling me two people work in the same office and somebody's going to put out a downgrade on plug and say it's worthless and that you're not telling your traders to actually get out of that name? You're out of your mind. Come on. I know, And I know that's illegal, but it goes on. Come on. Corey from Instagram. Hey, bud, it's been a while. Uh, wanted to get your opinion on PERI. Let's see what this is. Um, P-E-R-I is Purian Network. On the fundamental side, it is probably the best value stock I've come across in a while. Full of insider buys, still undervalued, and analyst forecasts have the low estimated price targets above current price. Management stock compensation is a small percentage of revenue and free cash flow, so actually have an incentive to grow the stock's share price. Let's look at P-E-R-I. Uh, algorithm has you in at 28.43. Algorithm makes you 27%. Buy and hold over two years makes you 37%. So you've been better off buying and holding, but what the algorithm provides you is if there is a huge downturn in this stock, it just provides you some safety. Your average win is 7.5%. Your average loss, and this is where your average loss comes in, it's 5%. But you're probably in a long-term uptrend, I would guess, on this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're you're in all the way from, what, December 2020? You're looking at a pretty good upward chart in here. If we go and look at uh, uh, Finviz, P-E-R-I, you're seeing they are making money. The P-E is 12. Uh, they are an internet content and information company, communication services. $1.37 billion market cap. You know, it's kind of small. Average target price, $37.40, uh, $29.18. Their, uh, September was the most recent. Take that average share price, average uh, the target price, with a little bit of grain of salt. Uh, April 24th of last year, uh, buy to hold with a $36 price target. Those price targets are significantly old. Year to date, you're down 5.7%. Performance over the year, 12.9% over one year. I don't see any insider stuff um, listed at least on Finviz. But if we go over to Seeking Alpha, let's see what Seeking Alpha says about this one. Um, Because I know nothing about it. I mean, to be honest with you. I, and, and Corey knows I would never talk you out of a an investment. Uh, I'm just not seeing anything here that says to me, hey, I'm super excited about this. Um, buy, buy, buy. I mean, you know, they, they, they like it. Communication services, five out of 33. Other uh, number one is DRCT, Direct Digital Holdings. That's a 4.9. 
So, but you still have a buy on this one. Uh, if we go back, this is the advertising stock. So I guess they do advertising uh, on the internet. Let's see. Um, provides digital advertising solutions to brands, agencies, and publishers in North America and Europe internationally. Provides Wildlife, a content monetization platform. Wildfire, search monetization solutions, including website monetization. Nothing gets me excited. I mean, founded in 1999. Um, you know, if we look at some of the peers on this one, um, if we look, uh, peers is a great one to look at, by the way, here. Um, 1.39 billion. Everything's kind of in that neighborhood. They have 440 employees. They're significantly smaller um, than most of these, which is probably pretty good. Um, they're down 13%, whereas ADV uh, is up 58% over one year. So, I mean, you know, they're the only ones listed as buy. Strong buy is STGW. So, again, these are the tools that you can use uh, to try and research this. Um, I got stock, and I didn't put the name in, sorry, but it looks like it's from uh, from um, uh, the, 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 the newsletter. I ran across a stock today doing some research. I came across Rick Tech Robotics. Their stock opened 1123 with the SEC. Let's see, Rick Tech. I didn't look this one up before. Rick Tech uh, Robotics. Uh, there it is. RR. Let's see what they, they, they've got. Um, Rick Tech Robotics, uh, down 56%. Let's see. From what I've read, they deployed. There's not much on here. I mean, nobody covers it. So I'd probably stay away from it. If you can't find stuff about a business, stay away from it. Um, you know, the summary on this one, there's nobody covering it on Wall Street. There's nothing here. So, but if you can't find something, I mean, I'd rather not, you know, hope and pray. There, there's too many good stocks out there to hope and pray on something in my mind. Let's go over some scans. SCO. This is the inverse. Uh, this is the uh, the bear of oil. Uh, 1818, 1880. This has been a killer performance of lately on SCO uh, because, you know, again, uh, oil has been going down. So while oil went up, this one went down. While oil may now be going down, we can look at um, Finviz to see where's oil price. Uh, oil price is way down to do crude oil, 76. That's why I'm thinking, you know, Exxon may put out some upward guidance. And that's why I'm thinking, you know, it might be a good one to buy. Uh, Boyle, on the other hand, had a, had a cross up. Uh, this one, I've said beware of this one every little bit. Uh, but you can see we've had some good pre. I, I went in pre market when I saw this one. This is where. So look at the MACD down here at about 0.95, between one and 0.95. That's where it crossed up. You had a nice 30% gain there where the MACD was. The RSI was in sim similar place. Here, you had you know, the MACD had already crossed up, um, but the MACD is kind of in that same neighborhood and you had a nice 30% gain. Uh, this one, the RSI is kind of in the same neighborhood. It's at 38. The MACD is crossing down down here. Uh, I think, you know, natural gas is just cheaper. Remember, this is a decaying asset. So these lower lows always will mean this is a decaying asset and you want to get in and get out. Now, there were a couple of levered ETFs, SDS, HIBs, and uh, SMDD. These are all shorts on the market. SDS is an ultra short S&P 500. So it's triple lever. 28.75. Do you want to get into this one? You're down 0.62. I've said it before. I think this is going to be a bounce back. I think the overreaction in Powell will bring us back up. I am not getting out of things. I am still in TQQQ. I am still in uh, other stuff. SPXU also went up. Uh, I went over ELF. I think ELF is a great, you know, I think before earnings, you get into ELF. And the final one, Lowe's. L-O-W. You don't have a lot of scans today. Uh, that just means yesterday was really bad. We're coming back on the platform. Meta's up 2%. It's almost up over 400. Amazon is almost up over 160. Apple is still at down at 185. Um, yeah. I mean, it's earnings. It's earnings week. Uh, join Jason from TrendSpider on YouTube Live uh, for uh, the after after uh, all the earnings and stuff at 3.30 today on YouTube Live. I will be there as well. So you can say hi to me. Tell Jason that I sent you. Um, yeah, let's, you know, let's have some fun today. Cause today should be some, some good stuff. And again, as have I mentioned SMCI lately, go to my link tree, 
Uh, there are five tools that I suggest if you have a large enough portfolio. The first one is TrendSpider. I can't live without it. Uh, you sign up here, use the code DSP25 for an additional 25% off. Once you sign up, you email me. I will email you my four-hour algorithm. I will email you all the watch lists, all the scanners, everything that I use, you will get to import into TrendSpider. Seeking Alpha Premium, 50 bucks off, it's $189. You can't, um, you can't. Uh, you know, go without, I, I can't go without this, I should say, uh, 189 bucks. If you only have a small portfolio, do not spend money on this stuff. The final one, we went over it, Vizio, um, uh, was it, let's say it is Twilio. Twilio is the pick. Alpha picks, uh, their performance is unmatched. I mean, again, I can't tell you enough that their performance is unbelievable. This is the Alpha picks up 92%. Versus 28% for the uh, S&P. Um, that is the third one. The fourth one is Weeble. If if you're not lying in bed watching charts at 5 a.m. with Weeble, you're nuts. You're crazy. Um, yeah, I love this one. I, I really do love Weeble. Uh, I put 4000 bucks in there. I suggest you use this link. You get free stocks. Um, I've got 4200 in there now. I've got $3 in cash, so I'm not trading in Weeple any, anytime soon, but I am going to get out of a couple of positions um, just with huge gains. Cat, Snap, uh, Spotify, um, TQQ, I'm up 6.5%. I need to get out of that. Um, Gap, I'm up 30% on Gap, Procter & Gamble. Um, yeah, IONQ, I'm actually down 7% on INQ. I didn't get out. It's a 1018. I was up like 30% on that one. Um, but yeah, and then the newsletter. The newsletter is free during the week, but there is a paid section. So those are the tools that I recommend. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. All the socials are up here. You can email me. You can do whatever you need to do. Uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. So summary tomorrow. Okay, take care. I will let you know if I bought Exxon, if I bought Chevron for earnings tomorrow morning, uh, in the uh, probably on one of the social media platforms. I'm not sure I'm going to do it before um, before I publish the newsletter. So I'll let you know. Take care. Bye. and fears.